we've got so many cliched sayings around this issue as it is, you know, build the body that you want. Don't just try to kill the body that you hate. If all you're focused on is just destroying the body that you don't like, which is all calorie burnings about, then it's like, well, did you ever think about where you're going to wind up once you've done that? Like, Mm. Once you've blown up the body that you don't like, what's going to be left over? And no one's ever thought about it. They're just like, I just know I hate where I am. I just need to kill it. And it's like, why don't you just build the body that you want, like in a straight line? Like, it's a different way of thinking about the process. Instead of going, I know I hate myself, so I'm just going to punish myself. Mm. Why don't you go, I want to look like this Mm. and then train for it. And the idea of training for that the better body that any person wants is a superior athlete. That's mm. that's the key word, athlete. And the reason it's a key word is because a lot of coaches and all the material that you read about these days are talking about gen pop. Mm. And personal trainers are all about doing gen pop training. And you'll read all of the stuff going, you're not an athlete, you're gen pop. Therefore, you need to do your Pilates and your yoga and your, and your hit and your blah, 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 blah. And my question's always been, who the hell ever asked to be gen pop? Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. Welcome back to the podcast, Damon. Damon Hayhow, creator of Recomposer. And he used to great own- to see you again, Kitty. <laughs> it's always a pleasure having David on the podcast. Last time Craig talked to bloody David, it's three hours later. I was yelling to him upstairs, <laughs> come down for your dinner. I was like, what have you been doing? He's like, I've been talking to David for like three hours. It's well, crazy. It's always been like that. And we don't yeah. even notice the time disappear. It's yeah. just like we got on the call and he's just sort of like, we're not going to record this. And it's like, that's okay. <laughs> How you been? What's happening? And the next thing you know, it's like three hours have passed. Oh. And I'm- I, I got know. off the call and I'm like, why am I so <laughs> hungry? <laughs> David's a very energetic, time, like, oh my God. energetic, passionate person. And that's why we love to have him on the podcast. And he also yeah. is to one of Craig's like early mentors who had such a big impact on just what he does and how we program and we use your software, uh, Recomposer. And Craig, obviously you taught Craig how to train hard. Craig taught me how to train hard. I've done some training with Damon, which was just like insane. Like once you train with David, I'm like, you just, you know how to train hard, I think. And it's just, but which is really valuable because I think a lot of women just don't know how to really push it, push it to failure, I think. And not saying that, you know, like Craig's, you know, you can't train. Well, Damon would argue with me and say that you can, but but I just destroy, destroy myself, train to failure every six, some sessions I'll push it really hard. Like I'm going to get this breast lift tomorrow because I got the implants out like two years ago and I've decided to get a lift because I'm like leaner now. And so I had a squat session yesterday and I had, I did a set of 20 rep squats. I pushed every set to like, it's amazing what you can do when you, cause I was like, fuck, I'm going to have six weeks off now. I'm just going to like go. Oh hard. yeah. I'm going to destroy yeah. myself. So yeah, I yeah, need six like, weeks to recover from the last workout. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> Damon, Damon is amazing and he's just like super oh. jacked and <laughs> super lean and oh, strong. Awesome. Um, And he's super passionate about, you know, strength training and we've had him on the podcast before, but we th- I thought I'd get him back on today to talk about, you know, why we should be training to build muscle, not to burn calories. Because I think, you know, if you're a woman who's following me and you're probably like I once was, I was always so focused on the number on the scale. Now, look, if you're a woman who's hundred kilos, you are going to lose some weight. Cause it would be like, I always say to women, Damon, if you're an 80 kilo, 18% body fat female, you'd be the most fucking jacked female out there so like you know but yeah, yeah but there is more to it you know we we talk about focusing on changing your body composition and building muscle and why that's so um beneficial and i think when a lot of women come into our program they've done a lot of crazy ass restrictive dieting and they've also they just do hit and boot camps and running and they're always obsessed with burning calories burning calories and they never get the toned athletic body that they want and they're always restricting and binging and restricting and binge eating. So I don't even know where we should start, Damon. Like what, where, where do you want to even start? Yeah, that's, it's, it's kind of a big one. Um, I was, I was, actually, I was talking to my brother, Adam, the other day. Um, and it, and it kind of goes into this and it's a, a mindset thing right from the outset. And 
I mean, we've got so many cliched sayings around this issue as it is, you know, build the body that you want. Don't just try to kill the body that you hate. If all you're focused on is just destroying the body that you don't like, which is all calorie burnings about, then it's like, well, did you ever think about where you're going to wind up once you've done that? Like, once you've blown up the body that you don't like, what's going to be left over? And no one's ever thought about it. They're just like, I just know I hate where I am. I just need to kill it. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you just build the body that you want, like in a straight line? Like, it's a different way of thinking about the process. Instead of going, I know I hate myself, so I'm just going to punish myself. Mm. Why don't you go, I want to look like this mm. and then train for it. And the idea of training for that the better body that any person wants is a superior athlete. That's mm. that's the key word, athlete. And the reason it's a key word is because a lot of coaches and all the material that you read about these days are talking about gen pop. Mm. And personal trainers are all about doing gen pop training. And you'll read all of the stuff going, you're not an athlete, you're gen pop. Therefore, you need to do your Pilates and your yoga and your, and your hit and your blah, 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 blah. And my question's always been, who the hell ever asked to be gen pop? Like, what does it even mean? It's like in your head, if you picture an athlete, if you picture a rock climber or a sprinter or a long distance runner, it's like, as I say the words, I'm sure the, the image is appearing in your head. Maybe not long distance runner. Damon, we don't long want to distance like runner, long yeah, distance but, runner. Yeah, but, but <laughs> the other, the, the, the thing is, if you take a, um, uh, Look at any athlete nowadays mm. versus what they looked like in the 70s or the 80s. And and the same athlete in the same sport, whether it's hockey, netball, running, or anything else, they look like bodybuilders by comparison to what yeah, we they've got like muscle. back in the 70s. They're strong. They've got muscle. Yeah. And what's the one element that's been added to every athlete on the planet, irrespective of their sport? Weight training. And what happened as a result of adding weight training to everybody's everybody's sport, no matter what that sport was, they're leaner, they're more muscular, they have less fat, they Stronger, look better. Faster. Right? Stronger. Yeah. But yeah. that's that's what it's all about. In, in terms of talking about aesthetics, mm. they added weight training and everybody started looking better. They started looking leaner and more muscular and those sorts of things. So you go, well, there's a clue for the people who want to look better, leaner tighter more toned and all the rest mm. people get freaked out with this idea of athlete they're terrified of it mm. and it seems to me that's the biggest when you really get down to it that's the biggest blockage that they've got they don't want to do that because that's an athlete mm. and it's like well why is that a problem and they're like well i'm not an athlete and it's like why can't you train like an athlete take the results that all athletes and all sports get in the first six months, like in the first six months that you get involved in any sport, you see massive improvements, massive mm. improvements in skill, massive improvements in speed and your body composition, everything else. And then it slows down and it becomes hard because everything does. Mm. And you're like, if you want to look better, why don't you train like an athlete? Why don't you train to the outcomes that athletes get and enjoy that six months of massive transformation? Which you do see, the, don't you? Like, you I know see. with women who come into our, those newbie games. And I think, you know, like when, when yeah. I think about athlete, I think like skill development. So like, you know, we are really treating these women like athletes. They come in, they're learning a new skill. You know, they're watching, how do I execute this? They go into the gym, they apply that knowledge you know, they practice, they get better, like they, they yeah. get better at the actual technique, you know, and then they start to push the intensity a bit more and they, you know, like they see these incredible gains in that first six months to a year yes. and see their bodies yeah. changing, which is amazing. And at, and at that point though, once you've got that, then, then the object of what you're doing starts to matter. And that's what you and I fell in love with, with weight training. And, and we love to see other people as well is that once you once you it really clicks in your head that I'm in control of this, I can go to the gym, I can lift these weights, and then next week I can come back and I can do something that was physically impossible today. Mm. And if I do it again next week, then in a month from now, I can do something that was just beyond any comprehension of being able to do. It's like I can lift a weight that I'm absolutely physically incapable of lifting right now. Mm. And that's a really, really profound thing. And once you get that, you start wanting to go to the gym for its own sake because that becomes a hobby. That becomes its own 
point of interest. You're seeing measurable progress and something positive improving in your life that you have control over. And that it stops being about the slow process of the body composition changing in the mirror. Mm. And it becomes a case of I'm going to the gym because I want to lift that next Mm. I, w- I want to chip away to that next weight and and those sorts of things. So it becomes incredibly motivational that way. But but the reason I talk about this that it it struck me the other day was a couple of clients were talking, and they um they 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 were at the time particularly serious about their diet and training because they were trying to get to a certain point with their body composition, and so it was important. And they went to a party with their friends, and they had their food with them because they're dieting relatively mm. strictly, mm. and these are regular people but their bodies are important to them. They, they genuinely want these outcomes and their friends are just sort of like, Oh, what are you? Why are you eating that? Come on. It's not going to hurt you. Just have mm. a, have a snag, have a whatever, you know? Mm. And they're like, no, 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 we've, we've got our food. We're cool. We're here. We just want to enjoy the company with you guys, all the rest of it. Mm. Come on. You've got to join in. You've got to eat this food. What are you doing? And it's like, well, I'm trying to do this. Oh, you're not that fat. It won't hurt all the stuff that you hear. And then the guy came out with the statement. He goes, look, I'm an athlete and I'm trying to train for this outcome. And as soon as he dropped the word athlete, it stopped. Yeah, and everyone said to, and everyone said to him, it's like, oh, well, oh, cool. So what are you, you know, what are you <laughs> training for and what's going on? It's just like, oh, that's so awesome. I wish I could do that. I used to do blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the whole conversation changed and the way that everybody treated them changed. But the really interesting thing was the way they viewed themselves changed. In that instant that they just went, I don't think of myself as a gen pop, human being, civilian, whatever word you want to put to it. I'm an athlete now. And as soon as they go, I'm an athlete now, I'm actually eating and training for this outcome. Mm. Then all of a sudden it was like, well, this is just part of it. And all of a sudden, all of that stuff about the, oh, it just won't hurt and it doesn't really matter and blah, blah, blah. It all changed. Mm. And it's like, I wish more people like, it it never made a difference to me. I've never understood the difference between athlete and human. Like, yeah, what is yeah, the yeah. difference? An athlete is in the dictionary, a person who bothers to fill in the entry form for a sport. <laughs> and really? I try saying to it, you compete in a sport, you're an athlete. That's all that it takes. And, and it's like I say to everybody, you go 99.99% of every athlete on the planet is rubbish. Yeah. And you know that that's true because none of them are world champions except for the world champion. And when you go across any sport in the world, the vast majority of people participating in that sport are nowhere near the top upper echelons of the, the professionals in the sport or the world champions or the Olympi- Olympians mm. or anything else. They're just regular people who are enjoying a sport, but they are athletes. Mm. I think and, I just want to interrupt quickly, Damon, because I know sorry. women will be listening to this and thinking. But I'm not an athlete. No, no, no. Yeah. But there'll be, this is what they'll be thinking. They'll be like, because this is what the questions that I get, you know, I don't, will I have to take my food everywhere and track my food forever? And I just want to say, no, like it's where like, I am now, once you get to the point when you, you build that foundation, you build that base and you're strong. Like I would say I'm at maintenance or just very gradually trying to build more muscle now. Like I've got a fair bit of muscle, but like I still, yeah. during the week I plan out my food. I, 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 cause I, if I don't eat like 2,700 calories, I'm like not sleeping and I don't have energy and I can't work, you know, yeah. and I need to train hard, but I still will go like, we go out for breakfast or we'll go out for dinner, you know, Kate, I mean, I know you don't like to drink either this Craig. I have some drinks sometimes, but my weight and body composition stays the same. So most of the time, but, but I've done it enough and long enough now that I, I mean, when I go to a restaurant, I don't go and order like two burgers and a large pizza, you know, like I'll pick, I've done it long enough now to know, but, but I think what women don't realize is once you have to put the work in to start with, like you've done what you've done for 30 years. So you need to build the muscle, lose the body fat. There are times when you do have to be precise, like like you say yeah 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 you need yeah. to get there but that yeah. that's exactly the that's exactly what i'm saying it's and i mean maybe it won't work for a lot of people to to think this way but whether you do or you don't in the end it's all the same it's like either you're training for the outcome that you want yeah. and then and it's important and the nutrition's part of that and if you think about it because this is the difference you and i when we go to restaurants we both still think like athletes we're not competing in bodybuilding or any other kind of strength sporty thing at the moment, 
But when you go and you choose that meal off the menu, you still think about it in terms of the nutritional content and you're training the next mm. day and the rest of the thing. It doesn't mean you don't enjoy it just as much. Mm. It's just you can't help but look at it from that perspective. You go, well, I'm not going to eat the the two burgers with the double extra <laughs> cheese because it doesn't appeal and it it and I know how it makes me feel and function and it's yeah. thinking about it from a different point of view than how does it taste on my tongue for two seconds. I also it's, think, Damon, and this is just something that's maybe more relevant to the women that we work with and even myself because yeah. back when I was constantly before I met Craig, I was constantly under eating and restricting and I would just be hungry all the time. So I'd get to the weekend and think, fuck, I just want to like eat 10 pizzas and I'd just go crazy. Whereas now because I'm eating so much food and car and food I enjoy, like, you know, I know with your clients, you build out the meal plan with our clients. We're like, here's a food list. Here's your macros. Here, here's how we sort of want you to break up the meals, build it out with what you enjoy, you know, yeah. choose certain foods, for the nutrients, but then if you're eating this, like I always say to women, I'm like, I eat fucking delicious food. I love every day. I have ice cream every night for dinner. Tonight I'm having this amazing prawn pasta with parmesan cheese and juice. Like I love my food. I don't get to the weekend and think, oh my God, I need to eat a large pizza. When I go out for dinner, I just think, oh, like, cause I get to eat the food I enjoy every single day. And, yes. and I think too eating more, and this will probably to something else we'll talk about is like train harder and eat more and build muscle so you can eat more food. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but, and yeah, and that's, that's a thing. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe this particular button won't work for, for a lot of people, but, um, hopefully there's somebody out there who, who does think, yeah, why not? As, as but soon I think as you, what you're talking about is what we do with our clients. Like we get them to plan their meals ahead. They, but we get them is. to, yeah, yeah. And they, and we say to them like, look, you know, you have to hit this certain macronutrient and calorie target. Like you want to achieve this goal you know, you've got to, you've got to be consistent. Cause if you don't, like, if you eat above this, it's not going to work. You know, like it's, it's, if you keep drinking alcohol and you keep, you know, like you say, it's got to be important enough to you because if yeah. you're miserable and you hate your but body it, and you. <laughs> well, yeah. But it, to take it back to your original question, which was about the training. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it's, it's that if you, everybody's obsessed with this destroying the body that they hate. It's just like, I've got to run, I've got to burn calories. I've got to do And it's like, none of that is relevant because your body is an adaptive organism. So everything that you're doing actually is training to be the athlete that the thing you're doing yeah. is. That's what it is. And it doesn't matter whether you like this word athlete or not but you've got to understand it from that point of view. So when you see that person slothing along miserably on the treadmill for 14 hours <laughs> per day, it's like you are training to be the world's shittiest endurance athlete. You're going to look like an absolute bucket of crap because you're training to be an absolute bucket of crap. Look at your training. Hey, what yeah. athlete walks for 14 hours per day? None. So let, well, well then... Then it's, let's talk about then, because when you say athlete, like we're training to be strength athletes, we training with the goal of building muscle. So can you talk about, because women, they want to look, they, the number one thing they say to me is I want to lose weight and I want to look toned. So yeah. how do you and, look toned? What is toned? Well, tone is simply a higher percentage of muscle than you have right now. With it's less body fat. With less body fat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of my simple things I've said many, many times is if you're 40% fat and you want to go down to 20% fat, which is a nice toned, not bodybuilder-ish woman, yeah. just a really sexy, still has boobs, yeah. no abs <laughs> or anything else, like just nice, healthy woman yeah. to go from 40% fat to 20% fat means that you went from 60% muscle and stuff up to 80% muscle and stuff. It's the same thing. It's just looking at it the other way around. And as soon as you say to a person, how would you go from 60% muscle up to 80% muscle? Would you walk on a treadmill? No, that would be dumb. That wouldn't work. Would you do Pilates or yoga or aerobics? But, but, no, but, but, but. I know it, seems, it does seem silly, like, but there are, because I get comments on my Instagram page. So I did this. This is just a good example of this. 
So I did this reel on because we went into this shop one day and this woman was like, oh my God, you've just got such an amazing feet. What what physique? What do you do? Do you run and do Pilates? And yeah. it just made me, it just made me yeah. laugh because I'm like, oh, I think I look pretty muscular. Like, I think yes. I'm reasonably muscular. Like I think, yeah. how could you think that I do Pilates? Anyway, I did this funny reel on, you know, when someone asks you and it's just laughing. And, you know, it was just talking about, Craig wrote the the post about, you know, like we, we told the story and he was talking about like body composition getting stronger. And we weren't saying don't do Pilates or yoga. We weren't saying that. We were just saying, if you want to build a physique like Kitty, you have to get pretty fucking strong. But then all these like people jump in, you know, getting the shits about, oh, you guys are saying, you know, shitting all over Pilates, blah, blah, blah. I know people who look really toned who do Pilates. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, like I just said to you, I, like I just said before, every athlete in every sport in the world added weight training and got better. I didn't just shit on all of their sports. I'm not yeah. saying don't play netball, don't do rock climbing, don't do anything else. It's just a case of so, the weight you, training is the weight training is the key. Getting strong muscle. is how? the key. If you, can you talk about how, what's the actual, like, how does it work? Your body is an adaptive organism. This is the most important thing to understand. If you eat low calories, your body just adapts to low calories. If you walk for eight hours per day on low calories, your body just adapts to be able to walk for eight hours per day on low calories. If you lift heavy weights that that freak out the organism, the organism goes, oh, geez, this is a bit bad. Let's build some muscle so that becomes easy so that we can lift those heavy weights. So you lift the it's weights the in the same- gym. You lift the weights, lift in, the the weights gym, in the gym. Your that muscles strenuous. grow out of the gym. And then your body goes, we need to make this easier. Yeah. And so it builds muscles so that you can lift those weights. Yep. But we're nasty people. So every time we can lift those weights, we add more weight. And, and then the body goes, muscle. oh, geez, I better build more muscle so that I can lift this new weight that they're telling me to lift. But then we add more weight. And it's just that process of adding adding weight to the bar and the speed at which you do that, the, the, the faster you get stronger, the faster the fat falls off because the muscle's coming on and how it happens and the biochemical processes. Yeah. But that just do to not give women a, a rough damn. idea, like a good example, yeah. I would say to women, like, no, I was just about to say, it doesn't matter. That, that's my, that's my point. It yeah. doesn't matter how, whenever anyone tells you, you need to do this because then the protein synthesis and no, the fat no. burns it's and the, it's the, like the basics of it, what is happening. So like, as an example, when a woman gets on a call with me and she's like, Oh, Kitty, I've been training for five years and I just don't look like I want to look and right, I say, okay, cool. Where are your lifts at? I ask her first. And so she's, this woman's like same weight as me. And she's like, I'm squatting 40 kilos for 10 reps. And I was like, well, I squatted 120 kilos for eight reps the other day. So I'm like, who do you think is going to have more muscle? I'm not saying that you have to get as strong as me because I'm very strong. Mm. I'm like, imagine if you even got halfway. This is why you don't look like you want to look. And she's like, oh, that makes so much sense. Like, I just need more. I need to be stronger. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's, like, and that's, and that's that thing that I, that I've said, it's like, it's, if you, if you drew a, a line on a graph yeah. and you had you at one end and you had the ugliest, most masculine, manly looking, <laughs> super muscled bodybuilder with a mustache, like ugliest woman you've ever, you could never, ever want to look like somewhere between you and her is where you want to be. Yeah. And it it's like the, you know, that, that that yoga instructor look the very very soft not muscular at all and all the rest of it is still a step in that direction yeah it's less fat more muscle than you have and then when you get to that bikini uh model look that's more muscular than the aerobics instructor than the the yoga instructor but it's not the horrible behemoth bodybuilder that you don't want to look like and it's like Stopping before you become the bearded freak <laughs> woman with all of the muscle. It's really easy. So don't be scared. You're going to accidentally become the world's most extraordinary circus freak bearded monster. Like yeah. it, it doesn't happen like that. It's and it just, is hard to build. Like it's hard to build. Muscle. It's really it hard. Time, yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Re- you have to recover. You have to eat the food. You have to like, it's not like you're going to start lifting weights and suddenly go, Oh fuck. I just look so muscly. Like this is, and I think women really underestimate. Yeah, yeah, you don't skip from here to yeah. here and you never went through the process of looking better, 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 way too much. It's yeah. like, yeah, you still got to go through the process very gradually of looking better, 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 better. 
And then if you get to a point where you go, I really like how I look, it's like, cool, maintain that strength level because that yeah. strength level will always parallel that level of muscularity. It's mm. that easy. And keeping mm. strength once you've got it, like you said, once you've got it, the fact your body's an adaptive organism means your body actually adapts to keep you exactly like that. Mm. And that's the best thing. The, the worst thing is, is that your body doesn't want to change from what it is. Mm. But the best thing is your body doesn't want to change from where it is. You've just got to get it. The hard part's getting it from where you are to where you want to be. But once you sit there for a little while, your body actually goes, this is me permanently. I never want to not be like this anymore. Yeah. So you turn up to the gym. You can take a month off. It makes no difference. You, But you turn up to the gym, you lift your weights, you make sure your strength is still at whatever, mm. and you keep the muscle that you always had and keeping it's really, really easy. Mm. So it's worth putting in that work. And this is also where it's very, very, the another one of the things I love about weight training is it's the only activity that has that linkage. It's purely about performance. Mm. So if you can get to your 128 kilo, 120 kilo for eight reps of squats, then you just go, cool. As long as I keep this, I'll have the same amount of muscle basically in, yeah, in my yeah, body. And you can do less I, volume. Hey, you can yeah, do less work. I train less. once a week. I just make sure when I go there, I squat my 120 for eight and I go ace another week down next yeah. week 125 eight ace another week down you get seven one week you're just sort of like eh, that's all right next week i'll get my eight if it starts to slip you just go oh i'm at four i need to build back up and so you focus a little bit more and you build it back up to eight and you go ace i'm back at i'm back at that the thing is is that it's exactly the same when your training is for cardio aerobics or anything else once you train yourself to 14 hours per day seven days per week of cardio Congratulations. Now you are sentenced to 14 hours per day, seven days per week for the rest of time. That is so true. So many women say to me, like, they do so much excessive cardio to maintain their weight. And as soon as they stop, like, they have to they have to continue to do that amount of exercise. Because and that's eat those what they trained for. Yeah. And that's my point about the athlete thing is that it's it doesn't matter how you want to just – so I've always rallied against cardio mm. because – Cardio is just any physical activity to stop an obese sedentary person dying Henry, of, sorry. <laughs> of <laughs> dying of cardiovascular disease. That's yeah. what it means. Yeah. If you're already an athlete, then you're not burning calories. You're not burning fat. You're training to walk for 30 minutes on a treadmill. Mm. How does that contribute to your physique? It doesn't. It's useless. It's beneath you. You squat 120 kilos for eight reps, walking on a treadmill for 30 minutes. And is we not... tried, but I do walk every day. Like we've talked about this. And one thing we get our clients. Yeah, but transport's transport. That, that, yeah. But that's the whole point. It's just like yeah. you shouldn't even need to think about walking on it. Like the idea that you would drive to a gym to walk on a treadmill for 30 minutes, bored out of your brain. Like walk on the beach for half an hour, for yeah. God's sakes. Yes, Clear yes, your yes. Head, get enjoy out, your walk. It's walking. It's not training. It's not fat burning. It's freaking transport. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you you should be doing it, but it's that's the point. It's not it's not training until it becomes training, at which point now you need to keep on doing this thirty minutes of this boring crap every single. It's like because why? Like they they just they focus so much on the hit, the classes, the hit, the you know long runs, and I'm like that doesn't build muscle. That doesn't. But no, build... it's it, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's much worse than that. It trains you to a jail sentence of being True. tied to that activity for the rest of time, <laughs> and at the same time, it's training you to be a completely different athlete to the athlete you want to be. So, the more muscular body you want on that continuum from from where you are to the the ugliest bodybuilder woman on the planet. <laughs> somewhere in between that you want to be is a level of strength performance and mm. it's hard to achieve that strength performance. But once you achieve it, it becomes easier to keep it. And then you keep the body and everything's great. One of the only things that you can do to upset that is train to be something completely the opposite. Yeah. So if, if your, your muscularity parallels how strong you are. So there are activities that kind of prove this gymnasts, incredibly mm. muscular uh rock climbers incredibly muscular sprinters much more muscular than long distance runners it just it goes throughout every activity involving strength the athletes are more muscular right mm. Mm. why would you train in the opposite direction if it's hard to get strength don't train in the opposite direction 
don't train to be slow and weak because then you will start to look slow and weak. Mm. You need to do your your weight training. That doesn't mean don't enjoy your life and don't do yeah, other yeah. activities. But it, just it, don't it just yeah, means... get out and like walk and go play with your kids and do stuff like ride your bike. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, just yeah. flog yourself. But don't flog yourself because yeah. you're literally training to be weak, <laughs> tired, and softer than you would have been had you just gone to the gym two days per week, three days per week, lifted some heavy stuff and gone home. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you go to the gym and you lift some heavy stuff, it's really once you get the athlete mindset of the body I want can squat a hundred kilos for one rep. Mm. Right. There's there's this goal that's out there. Right now you can barely mm. squat 40 kilos for five reps. It's like, cool, there's your goal. So every time you go to the gym and you get from 40 to 42 kilos for five reps, it's like, hell yeah, I just made a two and a half kilo step towards my hundred. And then once you get up there, it's like you want to get there. Once you get to an 80 kilo squat, it's sort of like I'm only 20 kilos away. I've put 40 yeah. kilos on my squat. I'm only 20 kilos away. It's something positive to do. And now you you contrast that with all of those activities that you do. And I'm not dissing the activities like Pilates and all the rest, but no, 99% no, do them. of these activities, people hate. It's yeah. like the reason I'm doing this activity for, you know, 14 yeah. hours a week is because I'm burning calories and I hate every minute of it. And yeah. you're like, <laughs> yeah, do it if you how? enjoy Pilates. If you really enjoy it, do it. A, like we've got clients that do Pilates, strength training yes. and they will go and do a Pilates class once. They just find it relaxing. And But I'm like, that's not what's going to change your physique. If you enjoy no, it, do it on exactly top right. of your yeah. strength training. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, um, no one's saying, don't, I mean, I, I uh, race motorcycles around racetracks. I do race pistol shooting. I do a whole bunch of different activities. Because they're fun. It's like no yeah. one's saying don't do these. You do things. stuff that you enjoy, not to burn calories. Not to That's burn correct. calories is what we're saying. Yeah. Yes. Um, exactly. And one like one thing that this is just that I've noticed with like this is an example of two clients. So they both started at the same body weight, like ninety four kilos. Um, they both ended up at about seventy two kilos, but one of them really got into the training. So she really learned how to squat. Like she got a beautiful, executes all the movements really well, you know, pushed it hard, like leg pressing a lot of weight. Um, the other lady, just because she had injuries and there's just a whole lot of shit that happened that really stopped her from actually progressing her weights in the gym. But yep. she still lost weight because she ate in a calorie deficit. Because of the and, food, yeah. Yep, exactly, the food. So you eat in a deficit, you'll lose body weight. You're eating a deficit. But, but, but so at the end, they're at the same weight. They look completely different. So the one that is was doing the strength training, the nice cap shoulders, the long lean legs, and she was maintaining yeah. her physique eating, they were doing the same amount of steps too per day, about 10K steps, eating 2,400 calories a day. The other lady was eating 1,900 calories. So what mm, a massive yeah. amount of difference. Massive difference, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the story I was going to tell you, I, I can't remember, I might have mentioned it before, but it's it's one of my favorite examples was a client who came to me at 57% fat. So hey, was this a woman? Was, woman, yeah. How 57%. Old? Uh she would have been 40-ish, I think, at the time. Yeah. So she not a spring chicken? And, no, 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 no. She'd had a had a few kids and yeah. and she'd she'd been a hundred and I think she'd got it a worst. She was barely five foot tall. Um maybe five one uh, she'd been apparently i think about 120 kilos but when she came to me she was about 107 kilos wow. at 57 percent how tall um, was she that's what i said five foot five, oh, five one, foot. So, okay so she's tiny so she been, yes yeah wow yes yeah, she, wow. she was round um <laughs> and and the really uh, absolutely never been an athlete of any sort you know that she was the girl who had the, her period twice a week during pe um it was just like never took part in sports or anything and hadn't trained with weights the really interesting thing was was that she ate nothing so she'd get up in the morning and she'd have the cup of coffee and then during the day at work she would eat some snakes and some lollies and things like that and then at night they would have you know a meal of whatever they had so she wasn't um, heavy and fat because of the quantity of food. She was no glutton. She was busy all of the time. But the problem was that what she ate was garbage. It was just yeah. all and really calorie dense, crap. like pro- so. Yeah, yeah. But it's not the calories. Again, it's an it's an adaptation thing, and it's like the raw. But do you really the, think, Damon? I just want to just challenge you on this. <laughs> 
So like, I don't believe that it's possible for someone that's a hundred kilos to, even if they're eating rubbish and eating 1200 calories to be a hundred kilos. Like these, yeah, I, do. So, I a hundred percent do. I don't, I don't. I do. Yeah. Uh, what, and, but, and, and one of the things for me too, is that like, you know, I'm living right now in Tbilisi, Georgia, and uh, I've been not all around the world, but I've, I've traveled a bit and it's really interesting only places in the world that you see properly titanically fat people is where there's American food. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the women it's that, like the, the women that we it, like every time I push them on it, they go, "Yeah, I eat nothing during the day, but then I end up binge eating, or they binge eat on the weekend, so they their calories are actually higher than like they eat fuck all during the day, and then they end up like it, when I, I mean, like Craig always. I know that we're going off on a tangent now, and like you'll be like, "Who gives a fuck about the studies?" But I just don't want people to think that they like. You know, so he talks about these metabolic ward studies. So all these people that say that they can't lose weight eating in a calorie deficit. So like 1200 calories, 1300 calories. And he said that there's been not one person who's gone. So these are people that are like hundred kilos. They go in, you know, they can't eat anything that's outside. Guests are tapped down. Every single person in every single study has always lost weight. Eating in these studies, how have they controlled for shit processed food? But still, it's still calorie. Cal- like they've got, what about the guy that ate 1800 calories it's, of McDonald's? Not, but, he still lost weight. I'm just, I just, I just think that women underreport their food too. And when they think they're eating. Probably, absolutely. Yeah. And probably they do. I, and, I think and, there needs but, to be. But here, well, let's, 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 yeah. let's look at another way. <laughs> Have you ever heard of anybody who became titanically obese on rice and chicken breast? No, no, no. No. And everybody that you and I have worked with who you give, totally clean unprocessed foods no sauces and everything else like that can just keep eating more and more food and they don't ever get fat it's like they can't eat the quantity of food well, when they... it comes to properly nutritious food they just can't get it down well, I the, think only, they can. the only I point think that they... I, and the and, and from measuring it in people the, the point that i'm making is that um and i'm not completely disagreeing with you i just think when women actually like start tracking their food really tracking their food and what oh, they're 100%. eating. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, there's... like this is a perfect, my sister. But it's, it's, it's almost <laughs> exactly, we're actually making exactly the same point because guaranteed none of the women who didn't realize they were eating as much as they were eating didn't realize they were eating more rice and chicken breast. That's right. No, the they're, they're eating crap. Eating is, that Because it's hyper palatable and it's very calorie dense. So it's like. They but it's also, it's nutrient. It's, nutri- it's nutri- shit. Nutri- this, yeah. So the, the very simple. <laughs> The simple way that I put it, sorry, the simple way that I put it though is this, is like when you put this food in your mouth, either you're putting it into your mouth because of its nutritional content yeah, or not. Yes. And yeah. when it's not, it's like something has to happen to all of that shit that went in there. When you take a McDonald's burger and you go, if you leave that burger on the shelf, even bacteria <laughs> won't eat that crap. It's bad yeah. shit. I don't need to know what it does inside my body. I don't need scientific studies. I just know that the people who eat that get sickly, fat, yeah. and unhealthy and could, in a way too, that people who eat the same quant- the yeah, same yeah. calories and, of good food don't get. But that you food too is eat- it's so like calorie dense and it doesn't fill you up. So they eat it and then they're like, oh wow, and they don't realize how many calories that they're. We get the same thing. So women come into our program. Yeah, we get we set. Let's say we set them two thousand calories or eighteen hundred calories, and they're like, oh my god, this is so much food, kitty. And they start losing weight, but, but before they were eating so much because they were eating shit that wasn't cal, it was calorie dense, not nutrient dense, not filling. Cause they're eating like, you know, like as an example tonight, I'm having, you know, the past it's good quality pasta with, you know, it's, it's filling and it's fruit and it's nutritious. So it's like, they always say to me, wow, I'm eating so much food, but I'm losing weight. Yes. But that's the nutrition yeah. and that's the point. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. what I'm saying is like, you know, in, in this, um, in anyway, this anyway, woman came to look, us. Let's, yeah. we're, the, 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 look, woman, the, the woman came to us and the point was yeah. she was not eating anything nutritional. What she yes. ate was just shit. paint and plastic <laughs> and preservative and shit. Yeah. And, and not right? enough protein too. And, a lot of them don't eat enough protein. And zero yeah, protein yeah. And, and all the rest. So we gave her a diet that was massively more food with the exact same problem that you just mentioned, which is can't even get all the food down. And 
six months we we set a goal i said to her within six months you could probably get down to about 80 kilos at 22 percent. 22 is like right on the health department ideal between 20 and 25 percent well not health department ideal sorry it was what's described as fitness yeah so which is what most women i think that's why that's happy yeah so that's that's what the the number was and on the six month anniversary she was something like 80.4 kilos at 22.3 percent or or something like wow literally like that and she followed the diet to the t and she trained two days per week only doing heavy weights with as little as four work sets in a work in a workout that were just heavy heavy weights and with the intensity that damon gets you to train at i don't believe damon look and you argue with me on this but like we coach a lot of women online it's like and it's fucking hard to muster that sort of intensity every single week like we don't these days it's yeah, our clients these days it's just about impossible. Yeah. These, these yeah. days the human the human race has devolved oh. in the most horrible way. It no, it has. It's, it's honestly <laughs> utter. It's utterly pathetic, and it's like I've been traveling the last couple of years, and it's like everywhere in the world that I go, it's heartbreaking. It's like no one has any clue what actual hard training even looks like. The hey. training is a Bismal. And look, I think bringing it back to the women that we work with, like they don't realize what they're capable of. Like when no, we get them to no, send no, their that's... videos in and we're like, Craig will go, obviously technique first is important because you, you know, you, you want to make sure you're nailing it, you want to hurt yourself. But, you know, Craig will look at his on the leg press, he's like, add 20 kilos and add another five reps. And they're like, wow, yeah. no, I can't do that. And then they do it. They're like, oh, shit. Like that. Did it. Yeah. 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 But that was, you know, back back in the days when I had biologic labs and that's <laughs> when this lady was training and it was everyone who went in there saw everybody else training in there and lifting that way. So women would regularly see very tiny little girls, not big muscular behemoths, but doing 10 rep sets on hundred kilo deadlifts, weighing 50 Amazing. odd kilos, not Amazing. looking like bodybuilders because you yeah. don't need to look like a bodybuilder to do that, but yeah. just transforming rapidly because they're training like athletes, like mm. they care what they lift and they want to be the best they can possibly be. Mm. And, and not, going into the exercise with a 100% focus on not getting injured, but a 100% focus on doing the job. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. this incredible change that's happened in the last few years is, and, and, and it's, you know, that old thing about don't think about an elephant. So yeah. now you're thinking about an elephant and it's like, if you don't want to get injured is the best thing to focus on the injury that you could possibly get. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, look, you you even to... agree though. Like when I watch your like your execution is incredible. Like it's so precise. But that's the point. It's and... if you care about doing the movement right and you care yeah. about the performance, not getting injured takes care of itself. Oh, of course, of course. But what I'm saying that's how is, you don't you, get injured. You Worry. Need to, you need to learn how to lift. Like that's important. Yes. Like I think women undervalue. But... Like there isn't. It's a skill. There's a skill to it. You have to go in there it and is. think. Like when you're thinking like an athlete, athletes are about skill development. You know, which like comes I, back to caring about what yeah. you're doing, which is my whole point. It's just yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and you're right, caring. Like I think on our other podcast, what something you said I really liked. And you're like, look, if you don't want to fucking strength train, just go and find something that you love and be good at it. Yeah. Instead of flogging yeah, yourself exactly. on the treadmill for hours. Like if you love ballroom dancing, go and be the best bloody ballroom dancer. And I thought that is so fucking cool. Yes. Right. Like I've got this friend who just loves um, roller derby. Plays it twice that would be a week. Awesome. Trains, yeah. you know, to and she's and she's not fat or overweight, you know, and she's not, but she's not really muscular, but she's healthy. Like she looks, she's just a normal body weight, but she loves it, and she loves it. She doesn't do it because she's trying to be skinny. She just does it and because that, she loves it. Because she loves it. Yeah, yeah. But and, I do think that, that look, Ben, I I believe that everyone should be doing some strength training, especially like women as we age for bone density and just as like I've seen my grandparents, they were so immobile. Like my grandma had two knee replacements. She had the shittest diet, ate so much shitty vegetable oil. She died of cancer. Like I don't want to be like that when I'm older. I want to be fucking 80 and deadlifting and squatting and, you know, being strong. But here's the thing. Well, let me ask you this then. Like for me personally, I have certain levels of performance in the gym, certain weights and reps that are unacceptable for me to go beneath. (laughs) It's, It's just like a... I would be disgusted with myself to be the guy who couldn't do that because yeah. in my perception, 
it's it's nowhere near the best that I've been or anything else, but it's a certain floor level that you just go, dude, you've really let yourself go if you get down to that that kind of level. And then there's a level above that, which is just the kind of like, this is my minimum. This is acceptable right now. Yeah. And 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 again, it's nowhere near my my best ever, but that's I think what you would probably have as well. It's it's that there's a level of performance that's just not acceptable to you because you care about the activity. Yeah. It's like yeah. you, would, these goals. you would you would want to kill yourself if you couldn't squat 100 kilos for one rep one day. It's like that would just be absolutely like, what is wrong with me? How far have I fallen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This now becomes the imperative of my life yeah. to get myself back to squatting 100 kilos for one rep because yeah. it's unacceptable to do less than that. And that's kind of the the point I'm trying to get to with this whole um, question is like, if you can get people to understand the, the linkage between an athletic performance mm. and their body composition, it solves all problems. As soon as you care about it and you put a yeah. number to it, it's yeah. like the body that you want, that's better than the body that you have leaner, more muscular, more toned, however you want to put it. The difference between that person and you is that that person can lift more than you. Yeah, 100%, 100%. That's it. Yeah. And it's like, so train for it and think of it like an athlete, like your yeah. competition is with yourself. That's the world championships of the competition. It's the 100 kilos for one rep on the squat. And it's yeah. a massive, that's the freaking Olympics. And it might take you a few years to train yeah, there. But once you but get you it. Have that. Yeah. And then having that and actually giving a shit about doing something that's just really cool for yourself and nobody else. It's just really cool. And it gives the middle finger to all the girls that you hate. And, and, and that's important because it just means you're really cool and better than everybody else. It's like training. Um, my screen went off there, so I'm going to have to look down now. Um, <coughs> training for that solves all the rest of your problems because then when you go to the gym, um, you, you want to do it. It's not suffering. It's mm. how close can I get to my, or how much more of a step towards my hundred kilos can I get? And that's fun. Everybody yeah, yeah. loves it. That. Is it is it's, fun, Damon? It's it, it's it, it, <coughs> like I know you're at a point now, but you've been doing this a lot longer than us. Like you don't really try. And, you know, I've been training thirty odd years, that's but it's right. still a case of it's yeah. But you I don't. You're you're not trying to improve. Your, like once I get this boob lift, like because I obviously we did the whole fucking baby trying thing for two years, which I just dicked around with training and didn't really train and like so anyway that was just two years of whatever. Yeah. So now I have built up. It took the twelve weeks. Got back up. to had these mini goals. So I was like, I wanted. I want to be able to. Um, dip with a 20 kilo plate for eight reps. I want to do 120 for eight. I want to get up to a hundred kilos on the hack squat. So I ticked off nearly all of the boxes. And so once I get this recover, it'll take me some time to just build back the numbers up again. And then I'm like, okay, new goals. I said to Craig, imagine if I could squat 140 for eight. I'm like, how impressive would that be? Like that would take me a long fucking time, but who cares? Like exactly. it's fun. The process is fun. It like is it's fun, totally yeah. addictive. It's probably not too well, good to Damon's like, 30 years like of training. <laughs> But Tony Robbins even says, it's sort of like, what's the one thing that everybody wants? Progress. Yes. It's not yeah. about a destination. It's nobody's happy just getting to a point and sitting there. Yeah, everybody yeah. gets happy with progress. It's just a simple human nature thing. It's what keeps yeah. us alive. The funny thing that I always find with strength training over the years too, particularly in in women and and yeah, guys used to have it and innately do, but seem to have lost it with all of the crap <laughs> in the media days but particularly with women it's just like very few women give a shit about lifting a weight it's like they come into the gym they've never done anything and they're like why would i want to squat 60 kilos that's just who cares and it mm. just looks really unattractive and unmotivating and why would i want to yeah. but then they do it and you see the tears well up in their eyes and it turns out that they never believed that they ever could yeah. and once they've actually gone and because they never could and they could never get close to it and 30 kilos felt heavy on the first day and uncomfortable when they squat 60 kilos for the first time, the big plates like the boys use, you just see them go, holy crap, I am in control of this. I can do this. Where is the limit? And then they get it and catch the bug and then it takes off from there. And the body just improves. It improves mm. because they start caring about how far can I actually, mm. you know, what could I lift? Mm. And, and, and 
it starts to matter. And that's where also it's sort of like these people don't get injured that badly because they care about how they lift because yeah. they want to lift the weight. Well, and I've you never, have to lift it safely in order you, have, to lift up. Have you, oh, you, you, I remember you tore your bicep, didn't you? Or I've broke my arm squatting well, once, I, but that was a freak accident. Like that's the only one I thing tore I've my, done. I tore my bicep <laughs> spotting a client. Not oh my God. Away. It's not even training. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't training. And all of the worst injuries that all of my mates have had, it's never been training injuries yeah. or it's been, we had a, we've had a guy who tore his pec off um, warming up yeah. and it's just like, you know, what's that all about? I yeah. snapped my Achilles in fairness in the first event of my first ever strongman competition. So I was just walking with a yoke and bang, my Achilles snapped like, I'd, uh -huh. I'd lifted this 350 kilos for 10 meters or something. And, and then it just went bang. And when I snapped my Achilles, um, you know, I'm, I'm walking around with the crutches and the, and the moon boot and everything for, for a few weeks. And everyone's like, Oh, what happened? And you like, snap my Achilles. Like, Oh, I've done that. You wouldn't believe the number of people who have snapped their Achilles, but they snapped their Achilles walking on the beach. Wow. It's like the worst injury that I've ever done in training Mm. Other people have done walking on sand or mm. they've done, you know, they tripped over a, a crack in the pavement and they stepped and they broke their Achilles. And it's like injuries and shit happens. Like it mm. just does. Mm. Um, the, the, the thing that you need to focus on is doing the job well. Mm. And that's how all athletes avoid injury. It's like, no mm. one wants to get injured. So you worry about getting the performance and not getting injured is built into it. It's the mm. best injury avoidance. Mm. Give a shit about what you're doing. True. You know? That is true. And I think you mentioned just quickly before we finish talking about like, you know, like we're also conditioned. I think women, especially with the diet industry, I want to achieve the dream body in 12 weeks. And I'm like, that's not like if you don't really have any. Lifting. I spent I spent twelve years destroying my body. Yeah. I want to yeah. fix it in twelve weeks. Oh, okay. And I look yeah. at like our one of our best transformations, Anna Handel. Probably Craig talked about her. She's one that competed. Um, and look, she's at the very like she was a bit, but she in the time she was had this transformation, she moved eight times, got divorced, <laughs> single okay. mum of four kids. So like it's been incredible her transformation, but. It was 18 months, yeah. a good 18 months. And people go, fuck 18 months. I'm like 18 months for the rest of your life. It's a drop in yeah, the water. But it's not, that's, it's, it's another one of those things like the, the 12, the 12 week thing can be brilliant because it's, it's close enough that you can see the light at the end of the tunnel mm. and it's long, but it's long enough to see something really, really significant. So if you've got before after photos, then it looks really, really massive. So in that way, it's really, really good. But the thing is, is that when it's 18 months of progress, mm. that's 18 months of joy. That's mm -hmm. fantastic. It's just like, could you imagine 18 months? So 76 weeks of <laughs> 78 weeks of, of personal bests in the gym and doing things you've never ever done before, just going up. That's freaking exciting. And yeah. seeing your body measure better each and every week. It's like, if you could do that, that's, that's orgasmic shit. That is, that's, you know, if, if you saw your, your, your bank balance growing exponentially for 18 months or anything else in your life growing for 18 months, I mean, 18 months from meeting a person, falling in love and going through to getting engaged and all the rest of it. It's like, yeah. what's crap about that? That's the best damn 18 months of your life. Well, I, I also say to women too, and I think you like, like you have to go into this going, I'm changing who I am really fundamentally. Like all of the lifestyle habits and behaviors that you had in place to gain 30 kilos and whatever, have body comps you had, you can't go back. Like I always say to women, what do you think it is that I do that's different to what you're doing now? It's the same. I go still, when we're talking about the bedtime, I go to bed on time. I still plan and prep and track my food. I still train consistently. I walk every day. I get sunshine. I get vitamin D, you know, like these, it has to become a new life. You know, like if, if you want to look like this version of yourself and you want to be healthy, you, you can't go back to like binge eating and restricting and doing all this cardio. Like you literally, you ha it has to be, it has to be, you're changing your life. You, you are, you, you, you a hundred percent are, but, and that's, but that's also where it comes back for me. It, it's, and it's a bit paradoxical. You can't, you know, you can't introduce a person to another person and go, this is going to be the person you fall in love with and becomes your life partner. Like it doesn't yeah. work. And so yeah, trying to say, evolves. you know, let me introduce you to weight training. You're going to fall in love and you're going to become, you know, a, an athlete like that doesn't work either. But that's where my, 
if if you say to a person um the the, the paradox is you're 100 percent right it does need to be a change in your life and a change in your habits and all of those things but telling a person that they've got to do it because their old habits were bad <laughs> i it is i i don't that's scary it's if anyone came into my life and said, you need to completely change the way you live your life each and every day, because what you've been doing is bad. And just like, I don't really well, maybe not necessarily to... isn't the bad is the right way, but they're not the, what you need to do to get the result that you want. Basically. No, but the, but, but the, the thing still is, and, and this is where, like I said about, you know, the find what you do love the ballroom dancing or mm. any activity that it is, but it's that idea. The idea that I was presenting then was, um, it's about becoming good at the thing. Yeah. So it's like boxers, for example. Boxers generally have lean muscular physiques. I mean, the heavyweight's mm. fat, but but, but generally mm. speaking, particularly these days, they, they do. People who do boxing classes don't because they're crappy boxers. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're interested in boxing enough to go and do a Les Mills box fit yeah, class and they're doing or whatever a, it's called, They're training for one hour a day for maybe five days. But it's like, boxers but, are training. But, but that's... But, but the but that's not even the point. The, the the point is is that boxers train because they want to train because they want to become better fighters and they put the intensity in because they're wanting to get to the level of speed and conditioning and, and skill that allows them to be box. And when they get to that level of of skill and ability, when they're good boxers, mm. they look like it. They generally look lean and muscular and they feel good about themselves and their skill level and everything else. It's like you can fall in love with the activity and the side effect is your body becomes absolutely magic. Mm. The the best activity of all, if you just want the best body composition, you want to be as lean as you could possibly want to be with the least work, the least in position, the most personal gratification is weight training. It's mm. if you can fall in love with it, then mm. changing your life. You don't need to think about changing your life. It's two days per week in the Well, gym. I think though, Damon, what I'm talking Actually, about is the food. It's the food. A lot of women who I work with, like, yeah. they skip breakfast. They don't prep but any food. They don't. But they doesn't, still, even doesn't, if their training is amazing, they still have to be better with their food. They still have to get 100%, better. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's, it's much easier. It's much easier to become better with your food when you give a shit about the training. True. Because when that you can true. suddenly see... I'm eating for my gym performance. Yeah, that's right. And, and then when I, get I don't to see eat, this, I, I train. My I can't training perform. Crap. Exactly. Yeah. My, my no, training's and, crap. And and then I miss my goals and I feel miserable and it's, I don't want to do it and all of those things. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I know you're right. You're right. And then we'll look at the best transformations in our program. They're the ones that love the lifting. Yes. They love it. And the way they to, and the way I'd put it, the way, the way to fall in love with the, with the lifting, because I, I get it. Weight training, it's based on repetitions. It's repetitious. It's literally a synonym for boring as batshit. It's horrible. I can understand why people hate it, which is why I can't understand the way people train these days, which is just no heart, no soul. Oh, no, I know. That's what's boring. Like, that's why that's maintenance boring. is boring. I yeah. find it boring. So I'm like to Craig, if, if you turn around and said to me, I just have to maintain, like you said, just maintain your squad. I'm like, that would be boring. That's boring. That would be yeah. boring. I want yeah. progression. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's right. Yeah. And but that's where it's like the whole recomposer and my philosophy has always been around. We can actually predict what you need to be capable of lifting if you had the body that you wanted. So that's yeah. what we're training for. Yeah. You know, you you want to be super kitty on stage ripped in the bodybuilding <laughs> class. It's like you need a 200 kilo for five rep squat. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're training for. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. if 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 you were little fat pudgy kitty and you wanted to get to exactly the condition that you're in right now, it's like, we need to get you to 120 for eight. And yeah, that yeah, gives yeah. you a focus and a, a, a something to train for that you can go into the gym and you can measure precisely where you are relative to that goal. It's mm. like today I'm doing 80 kilo for nine reps. I mm. need to get 120 for eight. It's 40 kilos away. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you just that's chip how away. Far. And people and think you chip it, they, away. Yeah. They look at the numbers sometimes. I think, oh, that's so big. And they think that they can't do it. But I'm like, you would be amazed at what you can do because you, you're not going to get it overnight. But imagine if you just added one kilo every week or one, that's it. you one, know, like one, one kilo a week for a year is 52 kilos a I know, year. It's, it's huge. huge. And it's when you say it like that, you're like, fuck, that's achievable. But I think it's yeah. putting realistic time frames on it too, going, I'm not going to get there in 12 weeks. I'm not going to add 50 kilos to my fucking no. squat in 12 weeks, but that's, un no. but again, like you say, if you fall in love with the, the art, the discipline, the, the progression, you, you, you know, like, that's like, you know, people say to me, it, oh, it, 
aren't you going to get the shits that you've had, you have to have six weeks of training and you'll go a bit, which obviously I'll have to build back up. And I'm like, not really. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to train for the rest of my life. It doesn't matter yeah. that I'm not training for six weeks. Like yeah. it won't take me that long to build back. It take me a few weeks, three, four weeks to get back. And then I can start making progress again. Cause it's a lifelong. And, and that's, that's the most amazing thing with weight training is that it's, it, 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 it's so difficult to make the change, but then it's so easy to keep it. Mm. And it's like, I've got friends who were, you know, power lifters 20 years ago and haven't lifted a weight for 10 years. And they still look like bodybuilders and power lift. They're still stronger yeah. than everybody else. They've still got more muscle. It's like the, the amount of change that they were able to manifest, then it's never leaving them for the rest of their lives. Mm. Um, and then they get back into training and they, and they just, just go straight back to where they were just boom, like this. Mm. And, and there's not really any other activity like that if you if you look at uh um running for example it's like you don't run for four you could become the world's best runner and then you don't work, run for four weeks and it's like you never ran before in your life you go right back to zero you get it back really really quickly yeah. um admittedly but it's just sort of like you lose it so fast and if your body composition has been trained to be a function of this jail sentence of mm two hours a day, every day doing stuff that you hate. It's mm. like, you're not going to sustain it and you're going to lose it so damn fast. Yeah. yeah. And it is like, cause Craig and I were just chatting about this before, you know, like we did the whole TTC journey and I just stopped with the, you know, just training hard and I just ate like more, not so much more food, but more food. I wasn't tracking as meticulously cause I was like, he's the fuck. You know, and so like the, the weight change on the scales was only three kilos, but the yep. body composition was massive. So I said to Craig, I'm like 67 kilos now, but I'm like, I just look like I'm so much more muscular. Just the amazing, the difference, the training makes the training. It's all like, about the training. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like I'm still it's... eating. Like, I mean, now this week I've been eating probably, well, I've tracked 27, but I've been getting into the fudge because the dude was like, oh, I'll try and put a bit more body fat on because you basically they're doing a, a lift and a fat transfer. So they take some fat from his stomach and like, he's like from the back here, your lower okay. back. So it's like, it would be better if you a little bit, had a little bit more fat on you. So I just have tried, I've tried to eat more and I've been eating fudge still fucking 67 kilos. The weight hasn't moved on the scale. <laughs> Can't get fat. I, was, well, uh, I, mean, I, could, I would have had to really probably eat like considerably more. But I just, promise I think, you just eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just you can, you can drop your calories and you can yeah. start eating snakes and lollies and I'll guarantee <laughs> but, but, you'll see I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's just amazing when you're training hard and heavy, just how much more food you can eat. And you're hungry. Do you know what I love too? Yeah. When you start to train hard, like Craig, cause he was sick for a bit and then he, you know, he's back into it now and he's like, oh, I'm really feeling hungry again. It's so good. Like you have that real good hunger and you eat those big doesn't meals. It, isn't it interesting how it changes? Like for mm. me personally, because I eat the way I eat, it's the same measured quantities every day and just, mm. just has been. And it's if, um, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm just getting off uh, a cold. And so for the last seven days, I, I haven't, I haven't right. trained eat the and same? it, I keep eating the yeah, same. Yeah. yeah Otherwise yeah. I get fat and lose muscle at the same time. Yeah. As long as I keep the nutrition going in, then nothing happens. Um, yeah. In fact, you can even get sick and come out leaner from the week off <laughs> by just keeping the food up. But every time I drop the food, when I'm sick, it's like my, I just lose muscle and gain fat and just look terrible at the end of it. So, um, but yeah, I, I keep the food up, but it's somewhere around about the the 10 days since I trained last Mark this is the food I've been eating for years, my whole life. And it just becomes really hard. And it's mm -hmm. like, I just want it's protein, carbs, fats. It's nicely yeah. balanced, but it's balanced for the training. And as yeah. soon as I put the training in, it's just all I want is my food. Yeah, and then yeah. when I don't have the training in there after that sort of 10 days, and so, it's just like, I really just don't want to eat this. It's hard yeah. to get the protein down. Yeah. And I really feel like, a sandwich or something just bizarre. Like I haven't eaten for years and it's just like, I just want to eat more, not, you know, that it, I know it's, what you it's mean. really, it's, it's really bizarre. It, it, yeah. Yeah. And you just, and as soon as I do one workout, yeah. there's no thought of wanting a sandwich or anything else. It's just, I just want my rice and my steak and yeah. Yeah. yeah and you're hungry, but it's a good hungry. Like a lot of women say that to us too, because they, 
for so long, they're skipping breakfast and skipping meals. And then they're like, wow, it's so nice to just feel hungry and eat some good food again. And feel, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you feel like and your then body, you feel energized from the yeah. food, like, and it, like instead feel, of gluggy like and weighed down. Up. It's so weird. Yeah. It's this weird feeling. Yeah. Like, so some days, you know, if I've really liked that yesterday when I pushed it, like, I mean, 20 rep squats are pretty soul destroying, you know, oh. like they're pretty fucked. I was like, that's it. I said to Craig, I'm like, going to get one ten for 12 and I'm going to get the second set. I'm going to get 20. So I did that after a first set too. You did it after a first set. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, there's like a half dozen books written about tw- <laughs> like 20 rep squats are like, you know, some kind of Satan worship thing. It's like something so, so bad. terrifying in the minds of most people that it's like there's books written about how to get through it and the benefits that you'll get from it and and all the re- it's just it's you know well, I was, I was, well it I, is it's like you see God by the end of it because it's just so it so gassed hard. it was bad but I yeah. was so hungry like and so I had this big dinner of just you know my normal dinner heaps of potatoes and like then I had my ice cream after I had a bit of cups of fudge some milk and I was like oh, I just felt so good. Like, I was like, oh, this is the best, you know, <laughs> it was just so good. So, no, well, that was awesome, Damon. I'm just looking at the time. I'm like, I was telling him before I've made my dinner. All right. We're ready. not going to be three hours. No, yeah. like, because I can't make it three hours. I've got to go to bed early as well. Get up refreshed for the operation tomorrow. I've got to get breakfast in before. Oh, six. it's tomorrow. But tomorrow. You're to fast from oh, six. Oh, jeez. So I'm okay. setting the alarm for five. So Good I'd luck. get up and have a big breakfast. And, uh. <laughs> And then, oh, because you can't eat for 24 hours for well, the six yeah. hours, six hours. I've got to fast six, before. Six. So, well, as long as okay. I eat before okay. six, I'll eat a huge breakfast, <laughs> get all my calories in, in like <laughs> breakfast and dinner. You're going to eat 24 hours worth of calories in the space yeah. of one meal and then just sort of go turn up to the studio. No. Like, what's happened? Yeah, it's here? six hours. <laughs> I've been fasting. <laughs> so, I said to Dad, like, we've got, you know, we can't do for three hours because I've got the, I'm hungry. Like, you know, I've got, like you, I'm like, like clockwork, just got to eat, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, got yeah. it. But thank yeah, you so much. The, the, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> the muscles they need. It. I get you know, it. trained today as well. Um, but thank yeah. you so much, Damon. I really appreciate you coming on. And guys, no, I'll pop thank you. Damon's link um to his uh like My blog Instagram site yeah. and his blogs and stuff in the show notes. So go follow him. He puts out some funny uh like just taking the sometimes. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, thanks, say, Kenny. It's always yeah, such that, a pleasure. And if you come into our program, you'll get to use Recomposer, which is awesome. Everyone always, um, always loves it. So uh, thanks again, Damon. And I'm sure we'll have you back on soon. Thanks, Kitty. See you soon. Mm-hmm.